welcome to Not Safe for Weebs. I'm Emma Fife, Princess of Jihad. Hi, I'm Chris Lamb, also Princess of Jihad. <laughs> I really enjoy the Princess of Princesses because there's more than one Princess of Jihad. Like Princess of Jihad is, it's like a rank. It's not yeah. so much a title that you are born into. You get to be like selected to be a Princess of right. Jihad. It sounds like a lot of, from what I've read, it's a lot of hard work, but you can get it. If you, you can totally you can do it. get it. You can totally get it. And, uh, you know, uh, as far as we are into the anime series of uh, this title that we are discussing today, I enjoy both of the women who we know to be princesses of Jihad so far, uh, particularly the I was going to say particularly Yuri, but then I almost said particularly the lizard girl whose name I don't remember. Uh, right. But I like them both. They're great. They're both great. Yeah. Uh, before we get into uh, discussing the series and ship that we're talking about today, Chris, why don't you uh, enlighten us with the fandom term of the day? Yeah, I'd love to. So the fandom term of the day is manhua. And it's a pretty short explanation. It's basically just the Korean way to say manga, basically. Um, it's also the way that you pronounce it is similar to the way that you would say it in Chinese, I believe. But yeah, like that, that's that's basically it. Um, I I'm of the mind that like you know if you're reading a Korean comic book, then you like it's not that hard to refer it as such. Um, sure. I mean, if you want to, yeah. yeah, if you want to say manga, that's fine, I guess. But um, yeah, I I I do. I've just I just felt like putting this in because a lot of people like are confused when I say manhwa. They're like, what does that mean? I'm like, it's it, it's manga. It's just manga. That's all it means. Yeah, it's just manga. Uh, I mean, it's it's the way that to me, manga is just comic books. Right. I mean, it's it's like just a it's a blanket term. But again, you can differentiate between like, oh, okay, I'm I'm reading a comic that is of Japanese origin, and most and and almost certainly and universally in black and white with screen tones, rather than say, uh, you mm -hmm. know, a, yeah. a full color thing like you might get in. Uh, American comic books. And then obviously like with manhwa, it's just the same thing. It's just, it's from Korea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I never, I never thought about it that way actually yeah. with, in terms of like coloring. Yeah. Yeah. Mangas in black and white. That's just, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But uh, that term is important to our episode today because uh, while the series we're discussing is now an anime series, it originated as a manhwa uh, over Webtoon, and that is Tower of God. Yes. Um, so, Chris, you you were the one that suggested this for this episode. I had never heard of this before, mm. um, but it's clearly uh, extremely popular. And why don't you take us through what this series is in fundamentally speaking, shall we say? Yeah, I'd love to. So yeah, um, Tower of God has only recently gotten adapted into an anime. Um, and it used to be, uh, you know, just this really popular man manhwa on webtoons. Um, it was written and illustrated by an artist named Lee Jonghui, also known by the pen name SIU. Yeah, um, that's mostly what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. And um, I believe like he started drawing and he started like conceptualizing it while he was still enlisted in the military, which is pretty mm. badass, I would say. That's really cool. Um, yeah, like, I think one of his, like, higher-up officers, according to the Wikipedia, one of his higher-up officers, like, really encouraged him to, like, keep working on his art, which I think is really great. Nice. Um, yeah, it was released on June 2010 and is still going 10 years later. It is a decade old wow. and not finished. 
Um, and you know, like it's it's not like it's 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 not like it's been like constantly like updating or anything like that. It's, sure, it's, sure, it's, sure. It's not like it's not like you know they had. It's not like he necessarily had like a traditional publisher like breathing down his neck, like pushing him to keep putting out more stuff. Totally. So of course, I'm sure there were like hiatuses or breaks in between, but still, I think it's very amazing. Like there are so many chapters right now. Yeah, definitely. No, that's that is uh, it's crazy to me that it's been going on for that long and as you say isn't done (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh that reminds me i didn't put this in the notes but i have a very funny and short anecdote about how i got into tower of god because like i sure i'm not the i'm actually not the type person that like considers himself so eclectic that he reads both japanese manga and manhwa in the same volumes Um, right right uh, and um, you're not a a, like are are you a webtooner because like i have friends that are very into webtoons yeah you know like there's a lot of intersection between obviously you know people that love anime and love korean content and love um webtoons totally um but i I never gravitated towards webtoons really, but it was it was because it was because a boy that I was seeing really liked Tower of God, and so I I read it. For, <laughs> it was like right right after I graduated, I started like dating this guy, and um, okay, it didn't it it was really short lived, but <laughs> but the manga was good, the manhwa was good, so you know that's good. good. I got something hey, out of it. <laughs> I was gonna say, it sounds like you got something out of it. So well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, because I was like, I obviously again, uh, it, this is a very popular series. So it's not surprising that this is something that would come up, but I was interested as to why specifically you were able to single this out as like, Oh, Hey, this recently became an anime. And it's interesting because the anime itself is actually a crunchy roll original. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what they're saying it is. So I, I believe them. Um, yeah. Uh, Which basically means that it's not being broadcast on TV in Japan. I, I, I think so, but from from what I'm reading, like it sounds like they're broadcasting it somewhere else in Japan. It's just that mm. like everywhere else, it's like the only place that you can get it is Crunchyroll. Maybe I don't know. Sure, sure, yeah. I wonder. Ka- that. Kind of, kind I of want- like, kind of like how Kakagurui is on Netflix. You know, like yeah, like I'm sure you can watch it somewhere else in Japan, but like everywhere else, like totally they have it. Yeah, because I mean, it, or, or like something like Devilman Crybaby, right. which is a Netflix production, but it is an anime, and I I do again assume that like maybe it was on TV in Japan, but. I don't know. I live in the U.S., so I got it on Netflix. And I live in the U.S., so I got Tower of God on Crunchyroll. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, so uh, it was published. The publisher is Youngcom, and it's just known for making Webtoons, like, become, like, a thing. I I feel like Um, it's very, Webtoons is very well known for housing a lot of uh, manhwa and manga from just very talented uh, young artists. Um, I've definitely um, connected with a few people on artist Twitter that, you know, have stuff coming up in Webtoons, which is really cool. Um, I also have a friend that used to work at BuzzFeed um, that now works for Webtoons as a producer. And yeah, uh, if you don't know, Webtoons is just like a, a more legit place to watch um, original manga and manhwa comic like Asian comic yeah, content. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And <laughs> it's, it's basically an extension of the popular chat app in Asia called Line. I don't know if anybody who's listening is familiar with Line mm-hmm. app. It's, it's, I have heard of the Line app. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's real great. I use it to chat with my family only, but that's fine because, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's actually a very great app, not sponsored. Um, yeah. But yeah, as of 2020, yeah, sorry. As of February 2020, yeah, that, that came out weird. 
uh, as of tw- as of February 2020, Tower of God has collected 4.5 billion views worldwide, oh according to Crunchyroll. And this is the manhwa. Yes. Okay. Jeez. Oh, it, I guess that makes sense because the anime didn't start until April. Right. Yeah. So. Oh man. Um, I mean, that's definitely another reason why I want to talk about it. It's just because you know it's it's like a re- a current anime. It's freyish. Yeah. Um. And in April 1st, 2020, it was finally adapted into the anime that we're all talking about right now by Telecom Animation Film. Again, my my first exposure to it was the anime. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's pretty the fi- same. Yeah, it's five episodes in so far. I think by the time this episode comes out, it'll be six because I think they release new episodes on Wednesdays. But, mm, okay. you know, uh, I'm, I'm curious so far. Uh, Chris, you want to walk us through what this story is about? Yeah, I'd love to. So there's a lot that goes into the story. And <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Um, I think it's weird talking about like, what's, what's it about? Because the way that the manhwa and the anime, because it's the same, they, they Mm. draw you in is like, they leave a lot of unanswered questions. I'm sure you could tell, right? Uh, Definitely. I was, I've been extremely confused the entire time, but not in a, not in a, I have no idea what's going on way as a, like, I can follow the story that's happening as far as the journey of the characters, but the plot is still a mystery to me. Yeah. Like the most that we could say right now that wouldn't spoil anything is just that, you know, there's a, there's this tower and, um, and we start off with this main character bomb who meets a girl named Rachel and they're supposedly underneath the tower. And it's supposedly, you know, we're all like, you know, the lowest class, like lowest life forms in in this universe, like exist in. And somehow Rachel gets chosen to ascend into like the bottom level of the tower. Like there are like, there are like a lot of levels to the tower. It's like unrealistically a huge tower. It's like a very large. Yeah. It's like, like civilizations, different civilizations, like completely. Yeah. In the tower. I mean, I was going to say, it sounds to me based on what I've learned so far from watching the anime that like the entire hierarchy of humanity is kind of organized into this tower. Pretty and much. So, That's kind of how, what it feels like. Yeah. And so climbing the tower is ascending in rank. Yes. Ascending in, in like socioeconomic standing. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there isn't a lot of reveal first. Um, it's mainly about just like learning more about the tower and the lore of the tower. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it centers on around a boy named bomb who spent most of his life trapped beneath the tower mm-hmm. and Rachel gets chosen to enter, to enter the tower and bam also manages to enter um, the tower as well through a different, different means through his own creativity, I guess. Yeah. And he faces a challenge each floor on this tower as he tries to catch up with Rachel. Basically that's kind totally. of his motivation is, is yeah. just find his fr- friend again. Um, and his first, I'm basically summarizing the first episode yeah, at this point, yeah. but like he's, he faces a test from this guardian who kind of gives me like a, a rabbit, like um, a cube, like a velveteen oh, rabbit vibe almost. Oh, totally. Yes. Right? Like, like it's kind of like a, an Alice in Wonderland type of vibe, except, yeah, yeah. you know, he's a lot more creepy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, you have to pass a test and you have to like go into this tank and defeat this really fearsome, like dangerous giant steel eel monster and is uh, suddenly interrupted by a very powerful woman named Yuri and her attendant 
I believe his name is Evan. Evan. Yeah. And basically, I think there's more to it, but Yuri is like, oh, I think you're cute. So like, I'm going to like help you. Totally. No, I get, I get the feeling that there's more to it also that like Yuri senses something from him because that's the thing is that like, as the series goes on and again, I've only watched the anime, it's five episodes in, but already some stuff has started to happen around bomb that suggests that he is an irregular. Uh, right. Cause basically it's like the regulars are the ones who are trying to fight their way up the tower, but irregulars are people that are not affected by the normal rules of each floor of the tower. It's really interesting. Again, like I, it, like once you get to the second trial, you immediately get into this sort of hunger games vibe that I really dug. Mm, um, yeah. 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 And, yeah. uh, and yeah, I, I, I super liked it again. I, I think that there, that Yuri already knows that there is more to bomb who, by the way, I read a whole article about this. Cause I was like, why do they keep calling him bomb? They're, they're saying Yoru, which right. is, that means the same thing. It means night, uh, but right. in Japanese. Right. Uh, and, uh, but again, because it was based on a manhwa, they kept the like Korean name basically. And then I love the way that they pronounce Rachel in Japanese because they're saying Rahel, right. uh, which is like the more uh, like biblical way to say yes. the name Rachel. Yes. So, yeah, I really I, I really like that. As I say, like I uh, again, I watched this because you told me to and <laughs> I I am. Listen, I'm digging it. I'm on board. I'm going to keep watching yeah. it. Yeah. Also, like we're not talking about this ship today, but like can we talk about how hot Yuri is? Oh, my God. She's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like she has she has like, I don't know seven bows in her head uh yeah yeah and she just has this whole arsenal of weapons that she's carrying around but you can't see it because everybody has this like hidden technology basically that floats around with them and you can make it up here but yeah it's uh it's it's real good uh uh i also wanted to say that i love um uh the lizard girl what's her name anak i think yes um and uh, uh, and Katana Boy on her team, like they've yes. got they've got some good chemistry also. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because basically, like you have to form a three person team at the end of the sort of Hunger Games challenge, where only two hundred people can survive. It's again, like I I I am uh, not entirely sure of everything that's going on, but the the actual story itself, which centers around Bomb uh, and his two allies is pretty it's pretty easy to follow yeah it's it's pretty easy to follow right now like it's it, it it mainly is just like every floor there's like some type of parameter probably you get and Definitely. then you have to like kind of figure out how yeah. to get around it basically yeah um yeah so uh lady yuri she's clearly like a very powerful person like you know the 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 guardian of, of the floor refers to her as you know like a very high-ranking person as mm -hmm. as a princess like the guardian basically eggs Yuri on to be like, well, then, well, then, like you know, if you want to help him, like, why, why don't you give him your most powerful sword? Right, and she's and, like, okay, <laughs> right, but but like she definitely gives him a look. She, she's like, you're you're doing something, and I don't know what it is, but like I do yeah. want to help this boy. Yeah, head ons up to something for sure. That's yeah, the, and, that's and, the and bunny guy. Like I really like that storytelling technique, right? Where it's like a lot of showing and not telling, though, right? Yes. Like, like because because Evan's like, no, don't do that. Don't don't. Like that's absolutely not okay to do that, and and you're just like like be quiet. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, you can have the sword. Yep. Um and 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 basically it's just like bomb clearly being a very. I mean yeah. Uh, do you want to go into the character? Yeah, let's just let's just dive right in and yeah. and talk about the this sweet boy. <laughs> 
Yes. So uh, just for t- context, we are talking about Bam and Kun. We didn't really get into him yet, but we will in a second. So uh, Bam just starts out as a very unassuming and average young boy, you know, really not a lot of context. Right. Um, he doesn't have any memory of his life, though. Either. Right. Convenient. Like all, his only his only memory of anything to do with his life is like from his first meeting with Rahel on. Right. Yeah. And he definitely shows to be like a pretty unassuming and but a very street smart kind of guy. That's kind of how I would describe him. Um, he there's a lot of mystery around him, definitely with his hidden powers and potential shown at first, because in one of the uh, non first episodes, there's like a, like a wall of like mana, basically. They don't call it mana. They call it yeah. shin, Shinsu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or they call it kam, kami, Kamimizu, right? Like, like Godwater, mm-hmm. yeah, basically. Yeah, it's Godwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinsu, it, it's mana, basically. And and uh, everybody's pushed back by it, but Bomb is not pushed back by it at all. Yeah. Like, like, the, like, it, like yeah, it's, the, part of, it's part of the test to walk through that wall and, right, just, and Bomb too, is already on the other side of the wall. Yeah, exactly. Because like too many people survive the Hunger Games, basically. And so the, the, um, uh, what are they, what do they call them? The people that have like already ascended all the way to the top of the tower. A ranker? Yeah, a ranker. Exactly. So the, the ranker that's like administrating the test is like, "Mm, you know what? Too many of you passed. So we're going to have to do this other test real fast. Uh, and so, yeah, he's the one that, that sets up the, the like Kamimizu and everybody tries to pass through it. And like you say, like bomb literally does not get pushed back. And it's funny because like. It, the way they transition it in the anime, it's like Kuhn is talking to Rock about how he is worried that Bomb is going to hold them back on this test. But like Bomb didn't even have to take the test. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Uh, he's yeah, he he's just like, hey, sorry, like um, I. I, uh, I, I'm on the other side still. Um, I'll, I'll just go back and, and go and, and do the, t- and do the test again. And, and, and the ranker's like, no, that's okay. Yeah. That, that, that means you pass, I guess. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, we have like a very, uh, foreboding line from that ranker being like, mm, so the monster is here. Yeah. Like calling him, um, like this really cute little boy, a monster. A monster. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, the princess of Jahan, uh, Yuri, who, who we have met, uh, she takes an interest in him and uh, also gives him the sword called Black March. It, it's kind of it's it kind of reminds me of like I think they they call it like a Zangetsu, right? Kind of like yeah, it's what bleach. it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very powerful sword, and it, it's hinted that it's like amongst a lot of other powerful swords, right? It's like associated with like a color and a month. Yes, from what from the other sword that Anak has. Yes. And, um, yeah, so Yuri takes an interest in him, gives him a very powerful sword, and uh, you definitely feel like something's up because the tower protector gives him a test that, like, Yuri says to him, like, you're giving him a test that's a lot harder than most other people would get when they come in to the tower. Right, 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 right. Um, And... Pretty much, um, you kind of just see him very quietly grow. He, yeah. He's definitely like, he doesn't not talk, but he definitely takes on a very like silent protagonist kind of role. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, very hidden potential person role. Totally. And um, he definitely finds Rachel in, in the manhwa. This is a little bit spoily, but like, right. it's not that spoily. Yeah. Uh, he finds Rachel eventually, but you kind of find out that Rachel 
doesn't deserve Bomb's um, admiration. Oh, but yeah, that's very clear to me already. Yeah. <laughs> so it is because, again, like and because five episodes in we she's there now at this point, like, cause the, in the, uh, on the floor they're at now, it looks like she's like gonna get involved in the fight that's going on. And anyway, but, but I definitely got the impression from minute one that she was manipulating him. So listen, I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, yeah. because again, like his entire purpose from the beginning is, to find Rachel and he's like I have to find her she went up to the tower because she wanted to see the stars and then the other character whom we're discussing today who is part of uh Bomb's team Kuhn he even comments like that's interesting that she decided to try to climb the tower without you right you know right that's that's true and I also, on the flip side, I also think a lot of people take an interest in Bomb because, like, Bomb is, like, very narrow-minded in his goals of why he wants to ascend the tower, right? Because everybody yes. is, 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 like, is like, no, I want to be powerful. I want riches. I want yes. status. And, and Bomb is like, like, I don't care about any of those things. I just want to find Rachel. Yeah. and Because, like, even the Black Marsh, because, like, the Black Marsh, like, turns into, like, a, there's, like, a spirit inside it, apparently. And the, and even yes. the, the the Black Marsh is is impressed by, like, oh, like, you're you're so different for not wanting like anything. Yeah, except he's he's a, he's Frodo. You know what I mean? Like he's hell he's, yeah. Oh my god, he's super Frodo, Frodo. <laughs> super Frodo Baggins. Oh yeah. my god, you're so right. I didn't yeah. even make that connection. Yeah, that's the vibe I get from him. I mean, that's why. No, like, like even the way that he dresses looks like Frodo. Yeah, they're like Frodo has to be the one to carry the ring to Mordor because. Oh my god, you're so right. There has there has to be like some type of J.K. Yeah, uh, J.R. Sorry, J.R.R. Tolkien. Because like. Frodo doesn't want anything. He just wants the ring to go away and for everybody to be happy. Like that's yeah. bomb. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. He doesn't have any selfish desires. He just wants to find his friend. Yeah. So, uh, we have Kuhn who, um, is kind of seen as second in command to bomb, uh, throughout of the, the, of the three the person team but, but as, as they build, as they build their allies, yes, he, yes. They, like, they've already uh, got yeah. some other allies I, yeah. at this point in the anime. Yeah, too. I'm sure, I'm sure it's obvious that like, you know, Kuhn is like an extremely sharp person, right? Like yeah. really intuitive, like really like smart. Um, definitely like the tactician. Totally. Um, uh, he's, he's, and I describe him as like being as, smart if not more smart as bomb slightly but he's definitely more devious than bomb and and i like that yeah i don't think bomb comes across as stupid i think he just comes across as naive whereas kuhn comes across as somebody that has like lived through some stuff right uh and has a lot of is plagued by memory and self-doubt in a way that bomb isn't um right it, it's and- just that bomb bomb definitely shows like some degree of like of like some unusual degree of intelligence, right? Like, sure, like that you sure. wouldn't expect from someone that's been living in like a dirt hole yes. for, for a long time. Intu- like he's got intuition. Yes. That's something that comes up yes. time and time again is people using their intuition. Right. Cause, cause like, you know, it's very smart that, that bomb, that bomb, like, um, 
like he's about to like have to fight rock basically right yeah in the hunger game scene yes and, oh right, i loved and, that scene right and and bomb notices like okay like you just want to fight and so like i'll just throw down my sword because like you're not going to fight fight me if i'm not at my strongest are you exactly and he's yeah. totally right yeah he's like because you want to hunt me you want the satisfaction so okay let's fight and he, yeah drops the sword and and kun notices what's going on he's right. like and he's oh, impressed by that he's stalling Right. And and so and so he immediately is like, okay, like I'll play along. That's actually a really good idea. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah, so Kun Kun is also very interesting in the way that he has weaponry, right? Like he has like this schoolboy bag. Um, I know. And and it like it can absorb attacks. It like houses his knives. Yeah. Um, he can create copies with it too. It's a very powerful bag of holding. <laughs> yes. Uh and um he also has like this this like it's um, like a kitchen knife. Yeah, which I, I I think is very cute. Yeah. Um, like I I, I love I love that scene where like he first blocks an attack with his bag, and then he like as he's blocking, he he pulls the knife out. Like it's, it's very like it's it's ser- very ser- serial killer hot, you know? Um. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, I liked too in that whole like Hunger Games sequence where he uh is once he's decided that he is gonna ally himself with Bomb because basically Kuhn, again he's very clever and so he's not following the rules of the game he's making the rules his own he's interpreting them in a way that suits him right he's he's Um, definitely the type of anime character that you see that's like really really smart that 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 you know is able to like find loopholes in rules exactly exactly and so uh but anyway when one when he and and bomb have become sort of allies he does have a moment where he says to him like oh You've never killed anyone, have you? Because the whole point of that first challenge is to kill people. Um, right. And Bob's like, no, I I don't think so. Because he can't remember if he has prior to meeting Rahel. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. going to go back and forth between saying Rahel and Rachel throughout this podcast. Deal oh, with it. Moving okay. on. <laughs> that's fine. But yes, um, like later in, in the manhwa, Kuhn is revealed to um, be part of a high ranking uh family member yes. of of the tower but i think he was he was like exiled at some point uh we don't have to get too much into it it's it's yeah it's not revealed until very much later i mean they kind of talked about it in the anime already oh uh, right with the flashback yeah with his sister who in the anime is called maria um right. and yeah there was a little flashback and there it was also sort of implied that there was some like Utana Game of Thrones kind of stuff going on, maybe. Yeah, I, I would, I, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't know <laughs> what I mean by that, just you know, give uh, give Jamie and Cersei Lannister a Google. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyhow, yeah, but he he did come from a from a fancy family, and his. Yeah, he had this like weird vision of his sister, but then his sister turned into his mom and his mom was like, you got to close off your heart and find the right path. And again, the the rancor in the um, Magic Waters Mana trial basically warned Coon, warmed Bond to not get too close to Coon. Mm, right, right. So so that obviously means that like Coon was not like a nobody trying to climb. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he clearly you know knows what's up. He's not a nobody. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of layers to this. Uh, and yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying it so far. <laughs> yeah. So um, a- again, like it's this is a super weird thing to get into, right? Because like there's only so much we can talk about with 
their characters right now with the sure. anime being so short. But um, I, I feel like why people would take interest in this ship, because I have seen it a lot on the internet yeah. in, in the 10 years that it's been on, <laughs> um, is that um, I think it was just very cute that Kuhn took an immediate interest in Bomb to be like, oh, I like you. And, yeah. and like, it's very clear that from the get go, right? Like, I think Kuhn is the type of person that I think you can just see from like the way that he is. He's like, if I decide to like you, like, I'm, I'm like I'm, ride I'm, or die I'm, for you. Yeah, like I, I'm in it. Like, yeah. like I'm pretty sure that like you won't try to betray me, and so like you are, like. I, I trust you now. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. And I think that that's a lot of it because, I mean, there was this scene where with Kuhn in particular where they it was, again, juxtaposing Bon with his older dead sister and this whole idea of somebody whose eyes didn't have any doubt that like Bon is so sort of untouched by any of the. Right, the shit that other people have right. dealt with in their lives and his the very intent- clear hierarchical system that everybody is so yeah, used to. Yeah, exactly. And like Bomb has no knowledge of that. And so he is this very uh sort of pure good being. Mm. Yeah. And I think yeah. that Kuhn is attracted to that and wants to protect that. That's the feeling I get anyway from from watching the show. Yeah. And watching these uh, characters' interactions. Right. And, um, yeah, like, uh, it's definitely not as shown, um, in the anime, but in the manhwa, mm. uh, it's definitely shown later that Kuhn, like, it's, it's very much proven that Kuhn is like, uh, cares a lot about bomb and, uh, is very protective of, of him, especially when Rachel comes back, Ugh, um, I later can't because, wait. because Rachel is going, is going to do something. I'm not, I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. Um, I, but, knew, I knew that Rahel was but, up to no good. <laughs> but but like, um, I mean, like, it, it's a very, I'll just say, Emma, that it's a very gratifying moment when, when like you see Kuhn, Kuhn like d- decide like, okay, I'm not like, I've, I've had it up to here with you. I'm, I'm not fucking with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. No, I, uh, no, I, I'm, I, uh, I dig the dynamic between these two a whole lot. The, to me, yeah. it is, this is not a stretch as to why people would ship these two yeah. characters. Also, also like, I just find Kuhn's character design very sexy. I think I, he's, I don't know. I don't know about you. Yeah. I, I mean, he's real sexy in the anime. Cause like the scene in episode five, when he ties his hair up. I was like, Oh, Ooh. Oh dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show it's some very, of that clavicle. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. And also like, I don't know in the anime, he's very, uh, he's very physical with, uh, bomb as well. Like grabbing mm. his hand mm. and running with him or like he, there's a scene where he like lays down in his lap and I'm like, all right, like this is not, this is not a stretch <laughs> that people would ship these two characters. Okay. Like, yeah, this this is some uh, this is like catnip to uh, Fujoshi. <laughs> oh yeah, complete. Oh, oh my god, like he 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 looks like such a Fujoshi character. Like he's he has he has like Leo hair yeah. from Promare. Yeah, exactly. Any boy with that haircut, there are girls on the internet that are going to ship him with another boy on the show right? or in the in the comic, whatever oh, it may be. Also, like I don't know how to describe it, Emma. I don't know if you have can put it into words. Like there's just something like very intriguing about like this very unique character design choice of like adding like this weird like 
pennant flag hair clip to his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he does. He has this like bandana like clipped in his hair that normally just hangs in his hair. But that's what he uses to tie his hair up. I don't know. I was into it. Yeah. I dig it. At first I was like, I I don't know what that is, but it's hot. Yeah. 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 And, and also, you know, like he, like if you guys haven't watched um, or read the manga, like he's, he's sporting like, you know, a very like classy, well-fitted, um, like shirt. Yeah. He's you know, got like a button shirt, down shirt and a tie, a black tie, <laughs> yeah. like dress, dress pants. And, and like, like it, it's just very funny. Cause like, he just looks like he's ready to go to work when he's actually like a, a, a cold hearted killer. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. Like there's just something very hot about a guy dressing like very cleanly, but, but not like too cleanly, like not like too, too like, you know, um, buttoned up. Yeah, no, it's not. It's yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, uh, he's put together, but not uptight. Right. He's, he's like, he's like a salary man getting loose at the Yakitori place yeah, after work. Totally. Totally. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, and he just has a knife in his bag. That's good. Um, That's good. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, um, did you have any other points you wanted to make before we moved on to defining the ship? No, not really. I mean, I just, I, again, like I, I find the dynamic between these two characters to be very compelling again from minute one. I was like that Rahel, she's up to no good. I don't trust her. I don't trust her. Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, and also, I mean, I, I just love the, the two of them and their dynamic with rock, their third party member. <laughs> oh my God. Rock, rock is rock is like such a Barrett, right? It's so great. Rock is just like this big giant alligator man. Uh, right, loves, and he calls everyone turtle, which I think is so, so cute. cute. I lo- yeah. He calls them there, his black turtle and his purple and his, uh, blue turtle, um, which makes sense. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just uh, and I love that there is this level of uh, the two of them convincing Rock to continue to work with them so that along the line, he can continue to take out uh, stronger opponents because he just wants to hunt strong people. basically, <laughs> oh my God. And that someday then he'll be able to hunt them like once they make it up the tower. Um, but uh but I also love that Rock, like he's 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 got a little soft spot in his heart for for his two yeah, for his two totally. turtles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, and Kuhn telling Bomb that he just wants to climb the tower with him. It made my heart grow a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're both very very pretty. They're good, um, they're good boys. Now we're gonna move on to define this ship. Yeah. So, um, Emma, do you? I'm curious, do you have a thought on like how you would define the ship? I mean, mm, I think that there is a a level of mm, I feel like I want to look at the list, but my inclination sure. is exactly what you put in the notes, which is pure but shady and scary but sweet. Yeah. Um, because again, Bomb is presented as being this very Frodo Bagginsy character. But he doesn't remember his life before his encounter with Rahel. So right. I feel like <laughs> there might be some shady shit in his past that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so I actually, I- I'm going to be honest. I actually don't remember what this means, but I'm sure it means something. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if you just look up bomb, like casually on like some type of wiki about tower right. of God, you'll see that his full name is like the, the 25th, you know, bomb. Right. Uh, and I, 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 I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, what, what does that mean? 
Oh like, no! Like, like is is this like a Sephiroth situation that we're talking about? Like, what's what's going on? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. this is like some final. This is like some Hojo shit that that might be happening. Yeah, totally. Where yeah, he's like a clone of something else and they're trying to create some kind of perfect being right. i'm like like to anybody that that does know what happens like i'm sorry like i have i have not completed the manga i the manhwa i i gave up on it i gave up on it to be honest because there's a lot of characters to keep track of yeah but um but i i was interested because i never found out like why that is his full name yeah i mean yeah. listen uh yeah yeah i think i can't really uh I can't think of really a better category to put them into because they're not re- it's not really Cinnabon and Hothead because I don't find Kuhn to be hotheaded. No, I, I don't. I don't he's think very, Kuhn, in fact, Kuhn is- he's very level headed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's not. I mean, they're not rivals. No, they're not rivals. Really? They're, I mean, there's shades maybe of like delinquent and oblivious nerd. Sure. But I also think that Bomb is pretty open and accepting of the admiration and affection Kuhn shows towards him. Yeah. Um, as much as he can be with his entire world being a singularity of Rahel, basically. So yeah. 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 No, I feel like, I feel like pure, but shady and scary, but sweet is the, the direction we go in. In yeah. this. <laughs> but, but if anybody has any other opinions about it, please let us know. Please. We are we are open to it, especially if you're somebody that has go, has gone all in on uh, Tower of God and read all if the you, manhwa. If you are up to date, prop, props to you. Yeah, dude. Let us know. Let um, us know. Yeah. So uh, I guess now we can move on to talk about the doujin. Yeah, and, but there really wasn't any. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you also gave it an honest shot, Emma, but like I I did a lot of searching and yeah. like the most I could find is written fan fiction, which I find very odd since like this has been out for 10 years. Like no one has actually drawn a manga. Yeah. It's fan crazy manga of it before. Easy to me. I mean, I assume there maybe it just has to do with the fact that it's not a Japanese property. Like I don't, maybe, maybe we'll start to see it crop up now that there's an anime, but yeah, I hope so. It's so weird. Yeah. I like, or, or, you know, I don't know if you know more about this, Emma, but right. I, I, but do you feel like it's possible that like maybe just because it's such a huge property for webtoons that they might have been more like on people if they did I mean, release that, stuff and they would have shut that, that shit down? That is very, very possible because again, like with webtoon, you are already talking about independent creators who aren't um, like necessarily working with a big publishing house. So when you are talking about something that is adapted from a property that has a large publisher attached to it, the publishers tend to just turn a blind eye to it unless you know, these independent creators were creating, were, were making millions and millions of dollars off of their fan stuff. But that simply isn't the case. Again, as we discussed in episode zero, the doujinshi market is largely overlooked because it is distributed in small batches. It is not mass distributed. And it is the opinion of the publisher that ultimately people distributing those fan works is beneficial to the works that they are derivatives right it's 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 by the grace of the of the people in charge Mm -hmm. that let this happen Mm -hmm. totally totally yeah but yeah i mean i yeah i i was perusing twitter a little bit because twitter is often a great guide uh but all i was getting from twitter was um screen caps from the anime (laughs) that Hmm. are that are good moments between these two characters if anybody else else has insight about this please let us know also but um yeah it looks pretty like it's not like we're not 
there's no smut to be had. It's just that it's not oh, in no, like yeah, a traditional just, drawn yeah, form. It's just it's in the form of fan fiction, which in of itself, according to the definition of doujinshi, still theoretically falls within that category. It's just that right. when we think of doujinshi, it, from a Western perspective, we tend to think specifically of comics. Yes. So, um, yeah, so the one of the ones that we did have pulled up that I, I do feel like is a pretty good or, or just like it has like a lot of thought put into it is um, there's not a name to it. Actually, it's just called Bam X Kun and it's by Jamie076 on Wattpad. Um, it's like a one, two, three, four, five, six parter, actually. Yeah. But the parts so, are pretty short. It's not like a, yeah. it's not like an epic Right. There are some fanfics that are like six parts and oh each, boy. each part is 10,000 words. So yeah, I saw, I saw a lot of those when I was researching, um, Liara and Femme Shep oh, stuff. I bet. I bet. Yeah. People get in deep and they all, and people write like these crazy alternate universe kind of things. And yeah. I'm more into my fits into Canon, uh, sort of fan mm. works. Yes. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I mean, obviously like they're, we still have fun with those because like yes. we, we definitely we've definitely talked about some of those doujins before. Yes. Um, but yeah, so um did you have any like opening thoughts about this fan fiction? Because I um it definitely made me sad. It made, in a good but it, it was, was effective. In a good, it made you sad in a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I thought that uh it was uh I mean, yeah, it was like it was about two people just starting to explore their feelings for one another, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very angsty and, um, very angsty. like, but, but I also liked it just because I was like, Oh, it's kind of, it's not kind of realistic just from looking at like how young Kuhn and bomb probably yeah. are. And, and, and also just probably like bomb, especially was not exposed to any form of sex ed. Uh, no, <laughs> at all. No, if he that was, he doesn't remember. So right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, no, it's it. I, I mm, it's always interesting, and we're recording another episode today that I feel like this is going to be part of that conversation as well. This whole idea mm. of these characters who, like, realistically, probably never had any sexual experiences. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like the summary of the story is basically just like, um, bomb is like, tr uh, sorry, Kuhn is trying to like work up to like coming on to bomb. Right. Right. And, and like there, there's kind of like a moment of like, you know, they're exploring each other's bodies, but then bomb kind of like pulls consent and, and like Kuhn gets like really hurt by that. Yeah. And, and like, I think that's a very real and very human moment. And I, I just really liked it. I, I do too. I mean, this, this fanfic for me, uh, suffered from the use of some fan fiction words, uh, in my, <laughs> sure. in my opinion, but such, such as, uh, you know, listen, there's, there could be a whole <laughs> glossary of terms that fanfic writers use, uh, for the word penis. Uh, um, yeah. And, yeah. uh, and this one used one of my least favorite ones. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, I see, I see, but, I see. Uh, you know, just listen, just stick with like cock. That's a good one. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> um, just like I have a hard time with uh, using the term making love. And I'm like, they just fucked, you know, I, maybe yeah, I, yeah, like, I don't know. There was no there was no love. I, I don't know where you saw love, fam. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was straight fucking. Uh, <laughs> but um, but no, but I the the like withdrawing consent thing that 
That was interesting because I feel like I don't see that a lot in fan fiction. Um, I feel yeah. like a lot yeah. of fan fiction is is very uh, like though though in more contemporary fan fiction that moment of having that consent is typically present. Um, it usually, you know, they they go through with it. Things are things are hunky dory. Uh, but that yeah, was but, not, that was not the case here. Yeah, there are just a lot of assumptions that are usually made. Yeah, um, right, right. It's, it's, it's just that ask, assuming that, like, okay, we, we traded, we, we traded looks in our eyes. Yep. Yeah, we're doing this. Well, but, and then um, also just like with this, um, with this story too, like addressing the fact that, like, even even in the event of somebody consenting, like, if they change their mind, like, cool, that y- you have to honor that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the other mini piece of fan yeah, fiction that we cute. have <laughs> is, is, is like, um, it's like literally like less than a, less than a page yeah, long, but it is like, like a few panels. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's a, it's a comic it's a at comic. least. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and, uh, it's Kuhn when he has his hair down, mm-hmm. um, and he's basically like, Oh, did, uh, did you cut your hair? And then. Uh, complimenting him on his hair, basically. Yeah, and it's very, yeah, it's, totally. it's very simple, but yeah, very well, cute. Yeah, well, because I mean, it, well, and it was interesting too, because then it Kuhn was like talking about uh, how, because like we see in flashbacks that like Bomb had this like long, scruffy sort of orphan hair, if you will, <laughs> right. when he was like living in the dirt hole, but now his hair is short. Right. Um. Actually, though, this this um that this flashback panel is is going to be like from the, when when there is a time jump, Emma. Oh, I haven't gotten to the time it's, jump right, yet. Right, <laughs> right. Like it's it's in the manhwa. Like you're not gonna see, you're pro- we're probably not even gonna see it in the anime yet. But like, um, thankfully see. this is thankfully this is not too spoily. This is just like a a character design spoiler or Got something. Like he's still it. he's still he's still the same sweet bomb. Okay, well, listen, I I like sweet boy. Um, I don't expect him to last forever, but <laughs> oh Emma, yeah, oh Emma, I, you 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 poor sweet child. I know, but I'm I'm enjoying the anime, and I'm just gonna roll with it and yeah, and see where it goes. Um, yeah, and oh, also, uh, I almost forgot to mention. So the the title of this panel is just called um, "Bomb's Hair." It's by Noran B. On Deviant Art, which I have not been on Deviant Art for a very oh long time. Oh my god, Deviant Art! I used it to go so on there all the time, but no, not anymore. Now I just get yeah. my art from Instagram, <laughs> yeah, and Twitter. Shout outs to shout outs to Deviant Art. Yeah, you you um, go Deviant Art. Yeah, I'm like maybe I'm like maybe I just haven't figured out the right tag for these mm. characters, and that's why I can't find. That's why I can't find the good stuff. Because <laughs> usually, once you figure out the right hashtag. Uh, and you find the hashtag also in uh, in Japanese. That's when you find the good shit. <laughs> uh, uh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, so someone please tell me what the correct uh, tag <laughs> is for these characters because I have thirst that needs to be quenched. <laughs> uh, so let's go on to reading the ship. Let's so, do it. Uh, canonically. Uh, I would say that's like a. I'd say it's like a. a it's like a six, maybe. Okay, all right, yeah. I was gonna say at this point, I don't think that I have enough context. Um, right. 
Uh, yeah, canonically, yeah. canonically, right now, I would put it at like a five of like a. It, it's neutral. It's not. It's not definitely not canon, but it's also not canon. Right. I'm. I'm coming from a standpoint where like I've I've read quite far. Right. Um, past this point, obviously, and and like I I feel very. I feel like it's you can read it, but like it's still like very very like easily ignorable like might not even qualify as subtext you <laughs> yeah, know yeah yeah i know what you mean it's just like they look at each other sometimes <laughs> right and, and and like they're just really happy when they are together are reunited yeah. after a certain event okay got you got you uh yeah i mean but again like in the in the anime they're again kun is like very physical with bomb um yeah and uh yeah but i think there's also something just really hot about how like kun like how Kuhn is dressed the way he is and he's really talented at a close at close combat, you know? Yeah. Like it's just so impractical. Yeah, it's so impractical, but he crushes. Um, yeah. And then I would say that, like, you know, just from a, a, a like personal rating again, I, I, I dig I dig these characters. I'm not deep enough into it to be like, oh, yeah. man, like this is the only ship for me in this series. But I can't imagine another ship usurping this one so i'll give it i'll give yeah. it like a a 7.58 yeah like i i, like I think it. um i dig it yeah i i would give it like an, an eight two um from what i've read i i i like there's never i'm sure you can tell from just like uh watching the anime that like there's not ever going to be like an actual plot like at that personal of a plot point where like someone comes in between bomb and Kuhn, you know? Yeah, I, I don't feel like we're going to get introduced to a third boy character who I might ship Bomb with or Kuhn with instead. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think like it, like they're, they're like, they're like writer, they're, they're, they're writer die yeah, they're, for the most Yeah, for, exactly. I mean, they're, for the they're, most part. they're teammates and, it, and their fo- personalities are good foils for one another. It all, it all clicks. It all clicks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's my feeling about that. Uh, listen, are you ready to read some fanfics? <laughs> oh, I was born ready. Okay. Um, let's see. Shall I stay ready? Okay, Emma. you just stay. You just Chris is constantly in a state then, of writing fanfiction because then you don't got to get ready. <laughs> he's got he's got fanfics for days. <laughs> uh, do you want me to go first or shall you go first? Hmm. I went first okay, last I'll time, go. I think. I'll go then. Yeah, I think you did okay, too. I'm so excited. Okay, here we go. My, I'm sorry, my chair is like squeaking and I'm like, I can't no get that picked up in my fanfic. All right, here we go. <laughs> Close your heart and find the right path. That's what his mother had told him. So why did the pain he felt when he thought of Bomb's eyes, eyes that had never known doubt, seem like it was the only path he could follow? Oh, nice. Kuhn-san. Bomb's voice was barely more than a whisper, his face hovering centimeters from Kuhn's ear. Yet the warmth of his breath was noticeably absent. The weight of his body pressed firmly against Kuhn's non-existent. Is this, this is a dream, isn't it? Kuhn thought, keeping that thought to himself as if stating it out loud would cause the dream to end. Mm. Bomb continued to favor Kuhn with his attention, pressing kisses along his jawline. Kuhn imagined they'd be light and tender if he could feel them, but he couldn't. Not physically, anyway. He sat up with ease, shifting to position himself between Bomb's thighs as Bomb worked to undo the buttons of his shirt, his fingertips grazing the skin beneath in the process. Still, mm. Kuhn felt nothing. He tugged at the hem of Bomb's pullover, not questioning the absence of his waistcoat, but paused before he had rid him of it. If this is a dream, might as well make the most of it. So he undressed the smaller boy with his mind and was amused to find that he was indeed now entirely naked. 
Though he was only a dream version of himself, a manifestation of Kuhn's subconscious, his eyes were exactly as they were in reality. Hopeful, determined, trusting. The dream may have robbed Kuhn of all physical sensations, but emotional sensations were ever-present, and that feeling of being trusted was enough for him to let this dream play out and indulge in the fantasy of being worthy of that trust. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I Wow. I wasn't expecting you to, to go that way because, like, because... Uh, you know, in a previous episode, we were like, oh, well, like, why make it a dream when we can just make it real? But like, I, I, I really liked, um, I understand why you made these choices. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I went back and forth on it as well, but I felt inspired to write a dream fic. Um, yeah. right from the, from the door. Yeah. Puzzle, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, uh, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. So, yeah, no, I, I love that. Yeah, it feels um, it feels on brand for the weirdness and the mystery of this series. Right, right. And and also, um, I, I also want to give a special shout out to the like the fingertips gra- grazing the skin. Mm. That, that was a real nice touch. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was proud of that. I still, yeah, no, I need to, I need to use that sometime. Mm-hmm. Please, please Brazing. learn. Praising <laughs> the skin. That's, that's really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so here I go. All right. Bomb felt a dull pain in his ears as his knife clashed with Coons. Bomb knew a second strike could be coming from seeing him fight before, but he wasn't expecting it to have all his body weight on it. Before he could recover from the recoil, Bomb found himself on the ground with Coons' hands on his neck. The look in Coons' eyes unsharpened after a split second. Better. You might have a few more seconds to live if things get ugly. That that could make a difference, right? Bomb says, let's try to get you to be able to actually land a hit on me before we get optimistic. <laughs> Bam chuckles as Kuhn extends his hands out to help him up. Kuhn's eyes widen a bit. Bam, you're, you're bleeding. Bomb hold, holds up his ring finger. Oh, I didn't even notice. Bomb gently tries to pull away, but Bomb holds firmly. Let me see. It's just a cut. Let's go one more time. You'll get infected. You can't train. You can't train. You forget what I'm teaching. Kuhn brings Bomb's fingers into his mouth without missing a beat. Bomb has a hard time identifying this feeling that comes from feeling the texture of Kuhn's tongue. He wasn't expecting the suction either. Kuhn pulls in Bomb's hand in to bring his fingers even in further. Bomb didn't give himself a lot of time to mull over the curiosity of how Kuhn's mouth would feel against other areas of his body. Bomb pulls in Kuhn in by his tie with his free hand. They can feel each other down there. Bomb whimpers as he feels Kun move around. Kun pushes Bomb back. Bomb looks like a confused puppy. Kun grabs Bomb's knife from the floor and flips it so the handle is facing Bomb. Kun smirks. Consider it motivation for the next few rounds. Good things feel even better when you work for them. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's a there, there's like themes, I think, that come across in the fanfics. That we write because you've written a training grounds one before. Yeah, I was trying to make it different. I was trying to make it no, different. It was, it was I, totally different. Yeah. No, I dug yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I dug it. I, and I, I love a good. Uh, oh, you hurt yourself. We got to stop because it's going to get infected kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so for the record, when it comes to uh, 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 blood and um, like getting blood stains out, you can only use your own saliva on your own blood. Your saliva will not work on somebody else's blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But your own saliva is the exact right pH to break up your blood. Yes. Human bodies are cool, man. They're really freaking cool. Uh, that was great. Yeah, they're great. Love love a human body. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that that is that. Uh, Chris, 
Listen, you got to tell the people about your Final Fantasy VII remake playthrough video because you pro- you published the first part. Yes, uh, I hope to publish the second part soon. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks so much for reminding me. Yeah, so I have a Final Fantasy VII like condensed playthrough. It's not like you know an uncut playthrough. Uh, it's just down to like all the funny parts yeah. and all the like loud parts and in- interesting parts that I talk. Um, it's up until the hunt, the end of Don Corneo's mansion. Yes, you did all the wall market stuff. Yes. So um, I, I'm really happy with all the work that I did. It took me a really long time to cut down all that footage. Yeah, dude. And I really appreciate, <laughs> I'd really appreciate anybody checking it out uh, and giving it a like and a comment. And because um, uh, I'm really excited to be going back to making videos because I've kind of been on a creative block for like a very long time. Yeah, well, I'm you're, really glad. your uh, Final Fantasy VII remake video is very funny. It has, uh, it has inspired me. I'm like, I should, I should like cut down segments of my own Twitch playthrough instead of just leaving them in the long VODs on my Twitch. And I'm like, you could make just a super cut of me yelling chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> it happened a lot. <laughs> I have to ask my mods <laughs> to help me find that. Uh, but yeah, um, and then also uh, if you guys have finished the Final Fantasy Seven remake. I did a spoiler chat uh, on my Twitch, which is still available in my Twitch vods. Uh, Chris was one of the people that was on. It was so much fun. I oh, it was so yeah, fun. it was a great group of people. We put on some tinfoil hats and we theorized. <laughs> let me tell you, uh, which is a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm still you know streaming on my Twitch channel, doing my thing. But uh, yeah. yeah, guys, please. I really want you to send us your fan fiction. Like, please write mini fics like we write. Send them to us. Uh, and if you don't want us to read them on the air, tell us. But, like, I would love to just do an, an all fanfic supercut episode. Like, how fun oh, would that be? Hell yeah. Just, like, like all fics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, for, for those ones, like, yeah, just, like, again, like we've been saying in other episodes, like, try to keep it short. Like, don't. Yeah. Like like a page a page or page and a half maybe single space, um that's kind of I think that's how long ours have been yeah right? yeah like a like a not even a page uh th- no but what I was thinking though is Chris did you <laughs> I'm older than you so this may be outdating you a little bit but did you ever <laughs> see those like live journal fic challenges where you would get like a word that was a theme and then you had to write like a real short fic oh that's a good idea we I feel do like that. we should do that I feel like we should get people to submit pairings that they want fanfic written about and then have them come up, have people come up with a list for us to write, uh, to be the themes of the fix that we have to write. Oh, that's a good idea. I think that'd be so fun. Okay. We're going to, we're going to workshop this, but anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at NSF weebs pod. Please do that. Uh, and also email us at nsfweebspod at gmail.com if you're listening and you've got some ideas for this 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 mega fic episode we want to put together. Send them our way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll 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 be back with a, another episode next week. Thanks so much. Bye everyone. Bye.